When you're talking about feminist economics, there's a, a special face that I get from people when I say the phrase feminist economics, and they, they just have no idea what to say about it. Hello, my name is Kirsty Styles, and welcome to the Weekly Economics Podcast, where this week we've got a very special guest, uh, Polly Tranow, who is from the Women's Budget Group. Women's Budget Group has this week launched a pretty revealing analysis of the true impact that the budget 2015 will have on gender equality. So we're going to talk about it. Now, UKIP's one problem, but women voters might be another. One of the pr- things I'm most proud of is that we've now got two million people starting new apprenticeships. And by the way, over half of those are women starting apprenticeships. Let's get this clear. Are you a feminist? Eric, did you just say the F word? Well, when I was asked that question, I think what I should have said is if that means an equalist, if it means equal rights no, 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 for women, fem- yes. Feminist. Well, well I mean, we're all under- If you mean. Do you believe in women? So I'm very excited to introduce Polly Trinau from the Women's Budget Group, who is our very first super special guest on the Weekly Economics Podcast. Hello, Polly. Hello. So she's here to talk about the F word. That's feminism, of course, um, and something we've barely touched on in the series this far. So, Polly, say hello to everyone at the Weekly Economics Podcast and tell us a bit about what you do at the Women's Budget Group. Thank you very much for having me. So the Women's Budget Group is a network of around 300 academics activists, researchers and trade unionists. And we're primarily concerned about the impact of economic policy on gender equality. What we do mainly, our bread and butter, is analyse the economic statements that come out of the government for what we think their impact on men and women is going to be. But we also look at specific policies, for example, universal credit or the transferable tax allowance, which was the marriage tax allowance to you and me. Um, And we have a Scottish Women's Budget Group and uh, a collection in Wales, two run in Northern Ireland. So we're all looking at our own national policies. Okay, so um, feminism, uh, as I've already alluded to, isn't a, a word you usually hear um, in the, the front pages associated with, with economics. What is feminist economics? Feminist economics is uh, primarily concerned at gender inequality and how economic systems can reduce it or increase it. But one of the key aspects that we look at is unpaid care, because for lots of people, the economy is primarily concerned with things that we pay for or things that we are paid to do. Unpaid care is normally completely excluded, and yet it's quite a fundamental part of how our society runs. So we wouldn't raise children and we wouldn't feed families, we wouldn't look after our workers if we didn't have unpaid care and yet it's completely ignored as a really important resource so feminist economics is is mainly about the unpaid care okay Uh, and feminism more broadly can be a tough issue to broach with people how easy is it to have these these conversations when you're talking about feminist economics there's a, a special face that i get from people when i say the phrase feminist economics and they They just have no idea what to say about it. But sometimes they really want to tell you a story about how their mum is a feminist. You get that one a lot with with taxi drivers as if they can't be a, a feminist too. Or then they want to bait you, but you kind of have to know when to pick your battles, I reckon. Sometimes they just want to have a bit of a fight. Sometimes they want to have a genuine discussion about whether economic policy is gender neutral, but that's really quite rare. 
So we covered uh, the hashtag budget 2015 quite recently and what the Women's Budget Group uh, has just done is released its analysis um, of the budget to see um, how it uh, impacts on gender equality. Uh, the, the tagline for it is don't fix the roof while the foundations crumble. Um, so uh, your analysis um, very early on says the majority of the uh the personal uh, tax allowance changes and the cuts in uh, duties uh, will uh, go to men. Tell us a little bit about what uh, your analysis found. Yeah, it's really interesting. The rise in the personal tax allowance is something that we've commented on in successive economic statements. What happens is actually the the people who will benefit from it are... it's. A few more men, so it's about 57% men will benefit from it. But the people who don't benefit from it are disproportionately women because they tend to earn less. So they weren't paying tax in the first place. So it doesn't matter if the personal tax allowance rises for them. So it doesn't really help the most vulnerable workers, the most poorly paid workers. And that's one of the key issues. We could have something uh, that was a lot more progressive and that it helped those really in need rather than those sort of in the middle incomes who are probably doing all right. Okay. And uh, one of the key things that you, that you guys talk about uh, is the is, is social infrastructure. Um, and uh, so do you want to just give us an idea of what social infrastructure is and how it's uh, improved or, or not improved in uh, this budget? Well, we all have an idea about what physical infrastructure might be. It's something that the Chancellor has talked a lot about. It's roads and rail. It's looking at internet. Now, this stuff is important and it is important for our economy. But what we never hear is talking about social infrastructure, which is investment in social care services, the NHS, in education, in housing, all of those kinds of things. But they're equal equally as important. We find in uh, government discourse, often it's, it's framed as a burden or a cost. These are things that are costing us lots of money as opposed to an investment like you would invest in roads. And yet a hospital is an investment or social care services are an investment because they lead to a happier and healthier population. And that will save us money in the long run. So the Women's Budget Group is really keen to start talking about social infrastructure because what it does is emphasise that this is an investment rather than a burden for our society. OK, is it misleading when the government talks about stuff being ring-fenced? So when they've talked about the NHS being ring-fenced. Um, is, is, is that kind of misleading? Absolutely, yeah. Because when all lots of other social care services have been slashed, then you're increasing the burden on the NHS. You're also not necessarily keeping NHS costs going up in line with inflation, for example. So it may have been, budgets may be ring-fenced, but they may continue to be static. But local governments have had their budgets uh, completely slashed and they provide lots of really essential services, lots of essential care services for people. So when those are lost, what you see is that the burden of unpaid care increases for people. And because women are the people most likely to do unpaid care work, when social care services are slashed, they'll pick up the slack. Okay, so um, you've got a plan, uh, not a plan B, but a plan F, um, a plan for uh, an alternative recovery. Um, tell us about it. The Women's Budget Group Plan F is a plan for a feminist recovery. And really, that involves looking at social infrastructure. We would like to see the reversal or at least the halting of the cuts to public spending, because we don't think that that's necessarily the best way to protect our society. We would want to see a change in how universal credit was being um, given to to partners so that it was split between both partners in a household. But fundamentally, what we want to see is investment in social infrastructure as well as physical infrastructure. And this will save money in the long run, as I said, because it's 
you have a happier and healthier society but also it creates more jobs so if you look at building a road for example they're quite temporary jobs until the road is built and then you have a small number of people maintaining it whereas if you build a hospital that's permanent employment and in fact there's some incredible research from Australia that says that these jobs are more stable and more long term so investment in social infrastructure will be good for employment as well as filling a really big care gap in this country. Wonderful. Um, so, Polly, with, with the election coming up, are you optimistic about gender equality issues being uh, taken seriously by the uh, various parties? Well, it was fascinating to hear social care being mentioned in the leaders' debate, one of the first times that we've heard it mentioned in, in such a debate. So I think that the tide is really changing and I am incredibly optimistic and really anything could happen. So just watch this space. Well, wonderful. Um, uh, so thank you so much for taking the time out to chat to us today. It's been a r- refreshing change um, from uh, from uh, my lovely co-presenter, uh, James, uh, who's uh, off to Bulgaria and is in trouble if he's listening. Um, and so do you want to just tell us how people can find out more about the Women's Budget Group? Absolutely. The Women's Budget Group is online at wbg.org.uk. We have a Facebook group and we're also on Twitter. So membership is open to anybody who be interested to join and it's free at the moment so do come and get involved wonderful and neither of us said vagina not yet (laughs) okay polly well that was absolutely wicked um and this is the first of of what we hope will be many special super special guest stars so thank you very much bring on the bitches (laughs) with what i said with all serious face Music for the Weekly Economics Podcast is provided by Poddington Bear. So we've got a new robot friend here at the Weekly Economics Podcast who's going to be tweeting out automated tweets as and when the Weekly Economics Podcast go live. You can find him or her at Weekly Econ Pod on Twitter. We'll be back at the same time next week. <laughs>